Hi, and welcome to my podcast. I'm your host, Jason, and you found a fun and secret time capsule from my baby son. Each episode, I sit down and chat with a special guest about friendships, pop culture, parenting, and whatever strikes my fancy. Really, the end goal is to make sure that when my son does eventually discover this, he's thoroughly embarrassed. In the meantime, I'm not quite sure where each episode or where the show is going, but getting there should be half the fun. Hello, uh, and welcome to Half the Fun Podcast. Uh, My name is Jason. I'm your regular host. I'm joined by my semi-regular co-host, Allison. Hello, hello. Uh, And you are listening to Half the Fun Podcast. Uh, We're joined by two very special guests uh, tonight, um, Jeff and Emily Schaller. Hello, Schallers. Hello. Hey, thank you for having us. We are super excited to have you. I'm glad I was able to finally pin you folks down to chat. Um, For those of you who don't know the Schallers, um, I uh, knew both Jeff and Emily independently of each other before they started dating. Uh, And uh, I technically introduced you two to each other, um, even though apparently there's email records where I tried not to. Um, So... (laughs) But uh, <laughs> love would have it, you still found each other. That's terrific. Um, so um, both very dear friends. Um, for those of you who didn't go to my wedding, um, uh, they gave a, a very touching and excellent speech at, at our wedding. Um, definitely uh, you were on our very short list when we first started talking about folks to have at our wedding for a number of reasons. Um, and also one of the people I wanted to have on this podcast. Um, true. So thanks for, for being here. Yay. And yeah, they're coming... To us from California. Yes, live. Well, live as recorded from <laughs> from the Bay Area. Um, so we're glad to have you. Um, thank you. Um, your uh, son is also asleep. Um, so excited to talk to you um, briefly about um, both being parents and people that I know really well and folks that um, have, have gone through a lot. Um, and so I'm excited to talk to you today. So um, if you could do a brief and now... When I, when I say brief, I do mean brief. If Jeff, if you had to give a 30-second a, a summary to folks that didn't know us, of how would you say that we met? Alcohol? That's, <laughs> That's definitely how we met. <laughs> no. I think many people can relate to that summary. That's how most of my friendships are forged. It's true. I would say you and I have very similar personalities. And of course, we met on the road as um hawking our our respective colleges on the road in the day and uh, you have such a magnetic personality that it's hard to keep away oh thank you, <laughs> thank you jeff wasn't there a hot tub <laughs> or something oh the hot tub story we will go we will circle oh, back to sorry, the hot tub story I'm skipping ahead too much it's true oh, um so jeff and i met at rookie camp um the missions counselor rookie camp so that must have been um 2006 uh, i believe yes uh, down in santa clara um so that was terrific. And then we both traveled in Oregon, or I think where we really solidified our, our relationship, both in being a hot tub, a bunch of dudes in a hot tub together, mm-hmm. really <laughs> cements a relationship really well. Um, so that was Never terrific. Like that. Uh, we were in Santa Cruz. <laughs> it was Santa we Cruz. What? Santa Cruz is where we met. Yeah, Santa Cruz is where we met. I feel like we really became friends in Roseburg, Oregon at the Holiday Inn. Oh, that yeah. was the- <laughs> so many good relationships bloom. That's <laughs> true. Uh, uh, so definitely a lot of a very strong road uh, relationship that formed there. You certainly introduced me to Victor, 
um, before I knew Victor Zamora because um, you knew him on the road, which was terrific. And then Emily, yeah. we, we know each other through, I believe, Morgan, right? Yeah. That, um, <laughs> Sorry, I know. It's I, like... You're exactly right. Um, Morgan and I, we met you guys out at Linda's on Capitol Hill, and it happened to be right before Valentine's Day, so the bar was super overcrowded, and Jason suggested that we go back to his place and play Guitar Hero, and so we did. That's great. How do you, how do you, how did you know more? So I know Morgan um, through admissions counseling. How do you, Mm -hmm. how do do you know Morgan? I met Morgan through a friend of mine um, who had lived in Seattle for a while, and um, Morgan's roommate, Yvonne, right. had been in JVC with Danielle's now husband, Ron. And I came to visit, and I think it was the weekend that Morgan and Yvonne moved in together. So they had this like housewarming party. And then later when I moved, I got to touch base with um, everybody that I'd met at their apartment. So. That's how Morgan and I started hanging out and then got introduced to Jason. That is terrific. Yeah. And look at all these beautiful relationships that have blossomed from, um, for me, the world revolves around me. This is my podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, um, I'm grateful. I'm super grateful that, uh, that we're friends too. I mean, uh, I'm suddenly remembering the time, like I left uh, Dick's cheeseburger in the back of your Prius and someone's dog ate it. Yeah, it was my oh, dog. Yeah. They were so confused. So <laughs> you and I, again, drinking. Right. Um, it was before we were about to leave Seattle. Yeah. And so you said, let's, you and I go out drinking. So we did. And then uh, we got those hot dogs and we ate them in my Prius and listened to um, some obscure bands that I love. And we were both rocking out to it. And then we f- fell asleep. I think you fell asleep. <laughs> oh, that sounds like me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember how we got home. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Danger. Magic. We got home through magic. Yeah. Irresponsibly. Probably, probably magic. <laughs> so Emily and I decided to drive out um, to... Uh, the whole rainforest. Yeah, we the whole rainforest. We had a Seattle bucket list of things we had to do before we left. And Emily had this... Uh, dog Harriet. Yeah, she was a Scottish Terrier and was just, we called her a Terrierist because she was a poorly trained, very adorable dog. Yeah. <laughs> and so we we don't usually go to McDonald's. We do every once in a while, but so we drove out to the whole rainforest with Harriet in the Prius and we stopped at a McDonald's super early in the morning and I left the windows down. Just cracked for her. And we came back to the car after eating and there was this yellow wrapper that had been torn up all over inside the Prius. And I thought- and like a real happy dog. <laughs> I was so mad and I was like, someone fed Harriet through the window. Someone fed Harriet through the window. Who would do that? We were so angry. And it took me at least a week to figure out what had happened. I was like, why? Like it, I, I ruminated on this for a week. I was like, why would someone feed a dog a cheeseburger through the window? Yeah. And it turned out, oh, it's Jason's wrapper. Right. There wasn't even yeah, food in it. It was just Dick's. a wrapper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, so now I, I, I... Now he feeds dogs McDonald's at every parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hey. hey. <laughs> to the window. No, I, the opposite I, of the I lost humanity for a while. 
for one week I was like, who would do such a thing? <laughs> He'd a dog. Or a terrible a window. dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, and there, so there are a lot of fun stories I could tell, but we'll, we'll tell those later, perhaps. Um, I think one of the reasons that we asked you to speak at our wedding and why I feel like we're still good friends, even though we definitely live far apart and both only, definitely you've been parents a lot longer than we have, but I feel like, um, I still consider you really good friends. Um, one of the things that I've really admired about your relationships, and one of the reasons we asked you to be at our wedding, I think was, um, f for me, um, you are folks that uh, demonstrated a lot of resilience, resiliency in terms of personal relationships, um, uh, folks that uh, you've like overcome a lot. And certainly, I think your marriage has really flourished, which I think is awesome. Um, do you, what do you feel like, I mean, I think it's public knowledge. I mean, like this is for, for both of you, this is your second marriage, right? Yeah. And just how do you feel like the, how do you feel like having a, a, a two marriages that didn't work out previously informed your, this marriage or this union for yours going forward? What, what, what really worked this time? I think for me, um, and I think, you know, Jeff and I have talked about it a lot that, where I um, grew up, I grew up in the Midwest in Nebraska and I went to school in Kansas. And so in some ways, like I think, at the, you know, I, I kind of knew that I shouldn't be getting married to the other person, but it was just like what was done. You find a person and you get married and you go through the motions. And I thought all of the feelings that I was having were just normal and it would resolve over time. Mm -hmm. And then I realized that the normal thing was to get yourself out of a situation that you don't feel like you are 100% invested in. And um, I learned a lot about listening like to my own instincts. I realized that even though I was, you know, super mature at 22, <laughs> things I didn't yet know about the world. Um, yeah, I think that that was the biggest thing for me. It was like really listening to my instincts and being able to be like firmly grounded. Yeah, I mean, similarly, I was married at 22 as well. And mm -hmm. I thought the same, I had the same, I was like, oh, this will figure itself out. Totally. And it doesn't. So, <laughs> Unless it does, which great, but right. for us. <laughs> but I think the, the percentage of those young marriages that work out are, are pretty far and few between. Yeah. Yeah, like if you hear of someone getting married at 22, do you automatically think, uh, do they really know yes. themselves? Do they know their partner? Or do you think it was I, kind of more just about like how you were at 22? I kind of don't. And I think part of it is because growing up in the Midwest, like my, my folks, my parents were married at 21. I know a lot mm -hmm. of people who get married really young and it's fine. Mm -hmm. Um in my particular relationship, there was a lot of like dishonesty that wasn't discovered until later. And so that, of course, made a lot of things that used to be like tension points make sense. And that was the mm -hmm. catalyst. Mm -hmm. But I, I do like, I don't know, I just, whenever I meet a young couple, I'm just like taking slow, like really get to know each other before you rush, like doing big things like having kids. Yeah. Because the, yeah. You know, it changes everything. All the cliches are true, is what Jeff likes to say about having kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah. when I was, I think I was 21, and I was staying with my mom. And she was looking at me as I was getting ready. 
And I kind of looked at her like, why, why are you looking at me? And she's like, oh, I just, I just realized that you're 21. And when I was 20, I was already married and thinking about having kids. And I'm like, oh my God. And I'm like, I couldn't even imagine that, that state, but that was, you know, back in a time where, and we lived in the Midwest too. So that was, I mean, I don't know. I don't mean to denigrate the Midwest so mm-hmm. if you know, yeah, people are getting married young, but um, but that that was definitely the the norm. And I I I remember what I was like at twenty and twenty one, and I didn't know myself. I barely knew how to make dinner for myself, let alone what a partner was, what kind of partner was going to be good for me. So that totally scared me. And but maybe other wise. 20 and 21 year olds are are intelligent enough, are self-aware enough to get married and make it work. <laughs> yeah. And I guess as a counterpart, not to say down with marriage. I mean, your sister got married pretty, pretty young. Uh, sh- oh, she was in her, I think mid to late twenties when okay. she got married. So not mm-hmm. super young, but mm-hmm. they, high school sweethearts. they were high school sweethearts, but they had dated for at least 10 years or more before they got married. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Well, that's awesome. I think one other thing that I also really admired about you, so for people that know me, um, particularly I feel like as I've gotten older, uh, I'm a super planner, right? So I'm super organized. I hate surprises, things like that. And I feel like when unexpected things happen, it really throws me off my game. Um, And I feel like for you two, there's lots of things that have been expected, both second marriages, things like that, moving suddenly and things like that. And I feel like um, really admired how, like how strong your marriage is from, from what I, from what I can see. Um, and I, I just, I guess not a question, but I just really admire that your, both of your resiliencies and your, your, your willingness to roll with things. It's, I think that's really awesome. Yeah, no, it is strong. We do have a strong marriage and we are, we're really lucky. I think that um, we were lucky to find each other. That's just really what it comes Absolutely. down to. Yeah. Thanks Jason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What about your marriage do you think makes it so strong? We're both total nerds. And we're really I didn't realize how nerdy she was. Every every year I'm like, oh, you really are nerdy. Really can you nerdy. Give a, can you give okay. a example of something? Yeah. I tried to hide my own nerdiness, but now I don't even try anymore. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I've never seen someone watch Harry <laughs> Potter so many times. Part of it is like an instructive thing because you're now sharing it with the next generation. Wink, wink. Oh, wait, are we at a point where Harry Potter is like a next generation thing? It's 20 years later. Yeah. And like, you know, I'm showing it to my kids. So it's something that has been really fun for Teddy and I to mm-hmm. get into together. And um, last year for my birthday, we don't normally do like big holiday e like first day or Mother's Day kind of things. Or Father's Day. But, you know, he was just like, what do you want to do? Like, let's do something big. And I said, I want to go to Universal Studios and go oh, to nice. Harry Potter. So we did. Mm. <laughs> nice. I tried to get Teddy interested in Star Wars, but it just hasn't stuck like Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. But um, kind of fought. the nerdy way. I love Star Wars, too. And I so think I'll get way- into Star Wars in high school. It's a high yeah. school and older thing, I think. Especially with emo Darth Vader. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So there, there's that love scene. <laughs> every <laughs> every 14-year-old boy is just yearning. For... <laughs> I can't tell. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so good. 
Yeah. Get a dad joke. Wait, it wasn't loud enough, though. Sorry, you two. That was a, it was a dad joke. There you go. Oh, yeah, like, because we're such huge nerds, part of how we've been talking to Teddy about Harry Potter is, like, through the journey of a hero, and, like, every great hero goes through these trials, and here's what Harry Potter does, and then, like, Joseph Campbell style. Yeah, in Star Wars. That's very fun. Yeah, just in terms of storytelling and things like that. I mean, I feel like you can do a future family stage reading of the plays, the whatever, the whatever play she's done. I haven't kept track. Obviously, I'm not yeah. a Harry Potter nerd, so. Yeah, what's, what is your nerd? Um, I I don't know. Like, it's probably. It uh, Star, Star Trek, Trek and Star Wars, Wars and everything musical theater. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Musical theater. Musical theater. Kind of nerd. Thank you for outing him, Allison. He yeah, really no, I've got it boiled yeah. down. It's true. <laughs> and then, like, weird tech things that come up. Like this podcast. Yes. Although this isn't super nerdy, but like he finds different tech avenues that are we'll nerdy. See what I'm, it's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what Wes gets involved in, but yeah, whatever. I um, mean, I told him I was pregnant after he came back from Comic Con. So there like, is. Correct, correction, yeah. it was the Penny Arcade Expo. Uh huh. Nerd. Nerd. <laughs> nerd. <laughs> <laughs> one of the things that really helps like in our relationship is kind of at the beginning having been through what we had been through um experiencing some like frustration and dishonesty from former partners is we have a core tenet of like ask for what you need and it doesn't necessarily mean that like if jeff needs something that i can give it to him in that moment but at least we can like work toward providing that um, like the space that we previewed for you. There's an amazing workspace with a thousand monitors in our room. I can actually I see the reflection in the monitor behind yeah. you. Yeah, I can see yeah. a lot of So I know, <laughs> yeah. That's a 50-inch TV. In our bedroom. Yeah, a lot of it, it takes a lot of convincing. <laughs> yeah, what I wanted was no monitors in our room, so now we have five. So you five? <laughs> five? So oh, I only so counted instead four. Of, instead yeah. of ten, you pick up Six, yeah. there's one in the closet. Oh, that's right. There uh, is gotcha. one in the closet. I'm surprised you don't have like a little gooseneck like mount for a smart tablet over your bed, Jeff, so you can just like look up and see a tablet. Why is there a monitor in your closet? Is that where you stick Teddy? Oh, it's, 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 not, work, it's not working. Uh, right okay. now. Oh, okay. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, it's really sad. I did think about a gooseneck <laughs> for a tablet. Because yeah. it is, yeah. it's exhausting to hold it tablet. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Or like if you had a Nintendo Switch, then you I mean you got the controllers in your hand, you're just looking up. Playing oh, yeah. <laughs> yep, there's an Xbox down there. I say, he's not really a Nintendo guy. He's Xbox. Gotcha. That's from my time in Seattle. Yeah. I refuse to a own a PlayStation. I know, I just, rec- just recently bro- broke down and bought the PS4 the last Black Friday for, you know, like 150 bucks. Of oh. course, being a new parent, like... I've played like maybe 10 minutes on my PS4. I've got like all the back catalog of exclusives, but um, that'll be a, yeah. when he moves out of the house, maybe we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but that, what, that is a great pivot. Yeah, right. Seriously. You'll be, you'll be selling that to GameStop before you can yeah. really play it. I know. So. Right. I got a mint condition PS4 here. Um, <laughs> but what a great pivot too, because you <laughs> have, you've been married for a while and you've also been parents for a while, which is terrific. And I feel like, for folks that 
are close in age to us or identical in age, um, feel like you have the oldest kid of, of the yeah. people that I'm very close to. So I feel like, yeah. so um, right now, as we record this, Wes just turned 13 months old, which is very exciting. Um, what do you feel like, and we had talked before we started hitting And Teddy record. is seven. And Teddy is seven. Seven and, seven and some change, about seven, seven and, and a half. Change. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess... He'll be eight in September. Oh my gosh, yeah, he'll be eight in September. So, so I'm not going to ask you, like, how you survived the first year. I've talked to a lot of parents that are really in it right now, but I would guess, like, maybe to flesh out what we asked you before we started recording was, like, what kind of things are you going through, like, right now? Like, what's, what's yeah. challenging, what's awesome about being a parent? How do you... How, how did your marriage change as he became not a baby and not a, not a toddler. Oh, it gets so much better. That is the correct <laughs> answer that I was hoping to hear. Wait, are you lying to us? It's totally Wait, before true. we so, started recording, yeah. he said he lied to his coworker <laughs> about, about oh, parenting. About the sleep. About the yeah, sleep. the sleep. Yeah, you can't trust me. No. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm saying, you're not quite sure. But I feel like... But Emily, can, that, Emily can't yeah. lie, so... It's true, I can't. Okay. This is why I can't right, take so, her. So anymore. it actually gets better. I have a political future because I can't. Yeah. <laughs> All right, look into that webcam. No, the podcast listeners can, and you tell me. You tell me that it gets better. Yeah, no, it does. It does get better. And I think one of the things that happened for us is we got better at working it out. Like when Teddy was pretty young, um, there were times where I wasn't working um, because the cost of childcare and like working in education, right. not as lucrative as, you know, other people might think, but mm-hmm. there were times where, you know, I was home with him all the time and then he was out working. So we had to figure out who gets a minute off and how do we, how do we grapple with that? And then as he got older and was able to be in preschool and his schedule like evened out, that helped immensely for us too. Yeah. We have um, equality as far as it uh, seems like the amount of effort we spend at work, like you guys do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then, yes, my work hasn't changed much. I still have a lot of work. However, I've been able to manage it a lot better, if that makes any sense. You so, what he's saying yeah. is he's a more effective employee right. than he was previously. Yeah, so I take up the mantle of taking care of Teddy equally now. Yeah. Um, but he's also easier to deal with there in, aren't in a lot of ways. Things to remember because he can just like eat pizza. You know, <laughs> you can give him a piece of toast. He knows exactly what to do with it now. <laughs> he can make his own bowl of cereal. Yeah, he even will um, make breakfast for us every once in a while. Oh, hey. That, uh, yeah, is it edible? And I, it is, yeah. Oh, it's, okay. He'll give you but every once in a while, um, I have like a running joke because we get up earlier than Jeff um, for our school hours. And so I'll be like, hey, what are you making me this morning? And uh, a couple months ago, he actually came into the room right when his alarm went off. And he said, mommy, I can make you breakfast. And I was like, really? And he said, I can make cereal, I can make toast, or I can make waffles, like freezer toaster waffles. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> he made me toaster waffles for breakfast. And it was amazing. <laughs> That's great. Awesome. Yeah. What do you feel like has been, sleep, I mean, thank you, thank you that it's gotten a lot easier. Um, what has been at least more challenging or requires the more work as the, as he's gotten much more of a... He can, so much harder to trick. Like there was a point at which you could like fool him so easily, you know, like I want two crackers. You can literally break a cracker in half and put, you know, one yeah. half in each hand and he's happy. 
and now it's just the constant like reasoning and just you know he's asserting himself as a he person sounds like there. a lawyer it's hilarious he sounds like manny jeff is really <laughs> 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 like uh he'll, he'll pick up on speech patterns um i'm trying to think of an example but like you didn't oh yeah take a shower um well can i take a bath and i was like okay fine take a bath and and i realized he doesn't he didn't wash his hair right and he goes well you didn't tell me to wash my hair and i was like but that's part of getting clean like you have to do these things you know so anyway he's very he's he's tricky yeah yeah I think I'll, I I think I will be so good at that because I'm very detail oriented and I'll be like, you need to take a bath, which includes like all of these things. It's true. And putting back your bath toys after you're done, (laughs) (laughs) which drives Jason crazy, but maybe it'll be good. It'll be good for Wes. (laughs) You not pick up your bath. Toys, Jason. Yeah, I know. That's why they're all over the place. Yeah. Uh, homework. Homework is rough. Oh, homework. homework. Yeah. Uh, he. Our school. I work at a private school, and it's fantastic that the kids have like two math worksheets and a spelling worksheet every single night um, from the time that they're in kindergarten on. Mm-hmm. And uh, just what we found is that we have a really great aftercare um and for kindergarten and first grade the people who work in the aftercare classrooms would like really work with the kids and once teddy got to second grade they were just like all right here's your time and he wasn't getting anything done and we'd bring it home and it'd be like 7 30 and nothing would be done and so it got to the point where i'd pick him up and we'd just battle it out in the classroom that we'd just like (laughs) Like, like bribe him with M&Ms, like get to the end of this row and you can have an M&M. Come on, man, you can do yeah. it. But now he, he does it pretty well. Yes. Although at the end of the year, he started to pick up on the fact that his um, teacher is not super duper organized. And so he'd be like, well, I mean, I don't have to finish all of it. He doesn't ever <laughs> need this. <laughs> and he was right. That's yeah, that he part. was right. <laughs> Uh, but also he's learning most of what he needs to know so we're like i mean like yes <laughs> yeah i like some of the homework now where it's like a homework bingo and it's like you could do math pro- problems or you could go for a five minute walk or you could help your parents with dinner you know it's like these different things yeah. instead of just homework homework yeah and i our school isn't quite there yet we're still yeah. very much yeah, yeah. Part of it is the population that we serve. Um, mm-hmm. So they they would be like, what is this? We're not really into personal. Right, yeah. <laughs> we need the traditional. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will tell them what they need to do. <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, let's see. Thank you for answering some of those questions. Do you have any questions? Uh, questions for Allison or me uh, I was about to say about about being young parents we're happy to remind you like yeah we can remind you but you don't want to know (laughs) no um are you how do you guys work with uh around like Wes's schedule and both of you working is that pretty difficult or yeah I can kind of start off so Jeff you probably know that uh, working in admissions requires a lot of travel um yeah uh, that's something I worked with my boss with quite a bit 
um, and certainly have pivoted towards, sorry, God, I feel like I'm feel like a tech person. Uh, I have transitioned a lot of more my work to do more um, supervisory work and more um, systems type stuff. Um, so I'm, and my boss has also been super understanding in that um, she previously had two children while she's been working in admissions. So she kind of understands some of those challenges of like not being able to do evening college fairs or like work a billion hours at night and being like very... Uh, having a very strict work schedule. So that has helped me on my end. Um, we'll, we'll see. This will be my first fall, actually fall travel going through. So hopefully it works. Maybe it'll be a disaster. Um, and then Allison kind of. Yeah. And it, it works out really well um, because Jason has traditional Monday through Friday hours, but his mm-hmm. job is much more flexible about being able to call in sick and come home if Wes is sick and, take time off and he's worked there so long that he has so many sick days so he has a lot of benefits um although he has the monday through friday whereas i don't have that flexibility but i do work um only four days a week so i have a full thursday friday to watch wes um so i'm able to watch wes more during the week um, than, than Jason. Um, so our, our jobs kind of complement each other as far as that's mm-hmm. concerned. Um, that's perfect. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that works out really well now. I think like every, every year brings new challenges though because like mm-hmm. nap schedules change and then you have preschool and then other school so I'm thinking ahead of like school hours and who's going to take him to the bus stop and like I, I I don't know those things yet so who knows what if our jobs will complement those things when they happen yeah I'm like are we gonna have to hire our neighbor's dog to take us <laughs> to the <laughs> bus stop like I don't know <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I don't know because uh, the challenges with my job is that when I do work, I work really long hours. So I'm not, I'm, I'm really not available on those days that I work. Um, but since those days are only three days out of the week, it works out for the other four days, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I still, I still, yeah, I, I work four days a week, but the fourth day is not as long. It's true. Yeah. So it works out. Although I, I did, uh, before Wes, I didn't quite understand the appeal of working part-time or being a stay-at-home parent. Um, and then I think afterwards, because I think before I thought it was all about like, oh, you miss your kid and you need to stay home because you miss him and you want to like be with him. And I'm like, oh, wait, that's not the case. It's like, well, I mean, for some people it is, but <laughs> but like, but it's also logistics and work hours and and being flexible. And my coworker the other day, um, her nanny had like a medical emergency with her family, so I had to like call and like leave, and she had to go home. And it's all this, it's such a juggling act all the time. Yeah, and and even our our nanny, you know, had to quit because it wasn't working and and it's so it's just all these like constant juggling of hours and and making sure that your kid has care um and it's just i feel like it's just a stress and that stress will always be there until they're self-sufficient and who knows when that'll be Mm -hmm. so 
I feel like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we live in the Bay Area, so probably like 39. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that age just keeps bumping up. I know. Sometimes I, I'm reading these parenting books. Maybe I shouldn't, but they're like, oh, yeah, the consciousness and like being self-aware and aware of other people that that really doesn't actually happen until you're early to to mid 20s and i'm like oh shit <laughs> yeah. it's true all that yeah. frontal <laughs> the brain yeah. the brain keeps growing until 25 right yeah yeah i mean and for jason it could be longer you keep getting married at 20 i am <laughs> i am i am always growing i'm i am always self-actualizing <laughs> 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 yeah so i feel like our jobs have to change a lot our, our jobs have to be flexible enough to work with the like ever-changing child needs which is really difficult yeah i'm curious to see how that'll work but yeah uh, whatever. yeah what i've done to solve a lot of those problems is just i work at a private school because we had a preschool right and so he could come to preschool with me and then I thought you know at the end of that I would um transition into a different school and I just kind of fell in love with the place everybody there is really fantastic and he's done really well so I've stayed at that school and then I got a summer job that he can come to the camp with me too so <laughs> yeah that's so nice. that's how we solved our care is that I bring my care <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> all the time yeah. <laughs> I just always keep thinking like there has to be a better way because like it, it brings so much stress to so many people. Um, and it's, it's yeah. I mean, like f- for us, you know, we manage and we found solutions to our problems and we have help from family members, but uh, I, I just can't even conceptualize what other people have to do when they don't have that support or don't have flexible jobs or, you know, um, I don't know. It's, yeah, and I feel like a lot of our like our parent friends also have all, uh, some pretty robust networks. Whether that's a lot of family being able to mm-hmm. take care, um, yeah, and something a huge credit I think to like our like our parents being able. Oh to, like, yeah, yeah. Take care of Wes during mm-hmm. crazy times. So I know it makes me yeah. make like a mental note of if I'm ever a grandparent, make sure to be available. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jeff and I have both. Yeah, do you have do you have grandparent support? We have yeah. grandparents. Oh, where is this where is this podcast going? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yes. I, I'm pretty sure we can predict that your parents will never hear this podcast unless you like post it somewhere or tell them. I think they see it differently, but Well, I mean, yeah. his folks and my folks both were away from family when they had kids. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, my family's from Chicago originally. We're the only Californians. Yeah, and my my folks are from Indiana, but we lived in Minnesota and Nebraska, which is far enough away that you can't be there in an emergency. Yeah, and now they're in Arizona. Yeah, now they're in Arizona. So, uh, but we, I no, I didn't. We don't. It doesn't. We don't have the kind of support where we can call and say there's an emergency. Um, Can you take care of them? Like we actually had a an incident where Jeff cut his finger mm-hmm. and needed to go to the emergency room for stitches. And so we called his folks and said, hey, can we drop off 
Teddy and they were like, oh, actually, we're going out and doing something. So I'm sure he'll be fine if you take him with. And he was. It was fine. But it was just, we were like, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's not the only. Yeah. And like, in other ways, they've been really super helpful and super pleasant. Totally. So, so. It's, it's sorry, mom and dad. You're I great. know. We love you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this podcast is not calling out. It's about not about calling out parents. It's a, it's a positive podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, yeah, when you have um, some kind of support, whether it's your own parents or friends, whatever. Yeah. yeah. I don't but it's. Do you have any kids in public, or friends with kids in public school? Do we have not upset dogs? No, that? we don't. Any friends in public school? No. Um, that we're, is a bit of a yeah because there are so many like half days and days off and yeah but it creates a whole new set of challenges whereas preschool is pretty much open except for major holidays right yeah i mean i'm 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 so hopeful wes will have a school that will <laughs> be just like my work schedule um monday tuesday wednesday <laughs> yeah, no, 7 a.m to <laughs> 7 p.m and he'll just be in school those 12 hours <laughs> and then i'll come get him <laughs> yeah right <laughs> Like that'll work, correct? Yeah. Totally. yeah. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. I, um, oh yeah. Sorry. Oh sorry. Yeah. No. Just uh, oh, they, more. Yeah. go for it. They have a kids cab down here. Yeah. Uh, there were there were parents that were sending their kids to school in Ubers for a while. Yeah. That they'll they'll take a photo oh. of the Uber driver and like fax it to the school, like send it, email it to the school, and then we have it in the carpool lines. So we're like, are you Nelda? Take them home. Have a great day. Like it's wow yeah and now there's a kids cab which does the same thing and then there's another another yeah there's a couple different just for picking up kids it's taking them to their house Mm -hmm. gotcha yeah (laughs) so it's like a whole other level of latchkey kid it's like an uber slash smart lock kid right totally just like a yeah you, you don't yeah there's there's yeah Stranger, stranger yeah. like I remember in first and second grade getting off the bus and walking home. Yeah, like walking home, right? like close to my I walked home. Yeah. for a mile to school um, when I was yeah. in elementary school. Do kids not do that these days? Because everybody no. is in a world. Nobody of- walks home from elementary school. You have to be like face to face with somebody who's like picking you up and walking with you, or they just drive through the carpool line. Yeah, that's when we send the neighbor's dog. She's like Sadie. Exactly. <laughs> Go get Wes. Yeah. <laughs> She's just like holding his name. And it's yeah. <laughs> get that yeah. dog some cool glasses. I, I feel like we should have another podcast of just like my thoughts and feelings about self sufficiency and kids and things. I don't know. Yeah, sure. I love. I mean, season, yeah. season, season season four, season, season four, four of this podcast. You can do, you can do that. You can start getting I mean, crashed and start ranting. Superman was raised in a pod in space, so it's totally doable. Yeah. <laughs> well, he had a very loving foster family from the Midwest, so right. Yeah. See, not all Midwesterners are bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who knows if they were married at twenty or twenty-one? Only the ones who left are good. <laughs> <laughs> all right well i am going to wrap up this podcast only because it's a little bit later but only if you guys promise that we're gonna have you back on um to talk more about things but i'm thinking specifically about awesome all right well we are signing off thanks again 
for yeah. joining us. We'll yeah. be in touch. Awesome. Take care. Oh, what? Bye. Yes. What? Did you? Yep. Were you saying something, Jeff? I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. No, I was going to say, maybe you should do a podcast <laughs> at 1 a.m. <laughs> I do not see how that would ever be a good idea. No, I just, you, the stories that would come out would be incredible. Oh. Oh, so what uh, we need to do is arrange for like because nothing good ever happens after one a.m. Somebody to watch the kids for a weekend, and then we do a podcast where we can like hang out and have dinner and like a bottle of wine virtually, and then tell all of our stories. <laughs> yeah. I love it. But well, you I guys feel like come... one means eleven. <laughs> I know. I was about to say like one. I know one. <laughs> he's a big old liar. He doesn't make it to one. <laughs> I mean, we, we could do some day drinking. Day drinking is great now. Yeah. yeah I've been up till 1 a.m. Um, three nights this week so far. What? Oh, yes. That's crazy. Um, I'm getting uh, all the stuff ready for camp. So I've been doing staff training. I train, uh, I hire and train all these people. And so. I'm going to flop on I the I can't bed. imagine staying up past 11 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I've done one occasion. When Teddy was that age, it wasn't possible. 10 o'clock is the new 1 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. We would hang out with Jeff's brother and his now fiance, and it would be like 10.30. And we're like, I'm sorry, guys. You're going to have to continue without us. We got to go to bed. Sure. That's definitely happened yep. to us. Yeah. Yes. I fell asleep while they were here one time. <laughs> <laughs> I know you guys want to go to sleep. I'll leave you with this parting thought. Mm-hmm. Being a parent, if you think about it this way, our, our, brains, our brains are uh, drug addicts. Um, they love serotonin. They love dopamine. And when you become a parent, you have to switch from, you know, climbing mountains, dopamine, to serotonin, which is inner peace. And that's all you guys want. That's what, that's what we realized. It's all about serotonin now. And Prozac. <laughs> right. Yeah, Sorry, that's also Prozac. serotonin. <laughs> yeah. All the good stuff. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you again, guys. Okay. Have a good night. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode. You can subscribe and rate this podcast on Apple iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and on our host, Anchor FM. Music used for this podcast includes Live Wire by Steve Combs, With a Whimper by Josh Woodward, and Olivia by Heisen. You can email us at halfthefunpodcast at gmail.com and send us voicemails through the Anchor FM app. You can check out more photos and commentary about this episode on our website, halfthefun.fun. That's halfthefun.fun. And like us on Facebook. Want to be on the show? Drop us a line. See you next week.